You know, Joe, it's been a while since we've just it's been a while talked about podcasting. Mm. We've been doing a podcast, but we're not talking about the act, the art of you, podcasting. You don't think the show is too <laughs> is meta enough? We've been too mainstream. It's true. It's an example. It's a show me, don't tell me situation mm-hmm. about the art of podcasting. Right. But I wanted to get back to it since we're bringing in a new employee to this right. podcast Big studio news. that right. you and I co-manage and co-own. And- this it seems like you beer. wanted to elaborate a little bit on the, all of our titles and roles <laughs> on, of the studio, co-manage and co-own. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> you got to make sure people know. Uh, yeah, they know. It's like we're, we got to l- read off our LinkedIn pages on this show every <laughs> time to show our credentials. Um, anyway, I, as listeners may remember, we had a uh, departure from our engineer seat. Right, a few months ago. We had a sudden vacancy, if you will. Yes, a sudden disappearance. I mean, let's he quit. Just, let's just say, yeah, he's no longer the engineer. He quit. And anyway, we're brought, bringing in a new engineer. Uh-huh. Uh, his name's Matt. Hello, world. <laughs> there he is. There he, he said, is. hello, world. And in honor of Matt's addition into the... Overcast Room family mm. here at the studio. That's the name of the studio for all those who don't know. Go to all Go to cludestudioseattle.com slash podcast dash studios dash rental. It's a great URL. Well, they could just go to the root URL. Go to the root. click on the link. Yeah, I know. But I like to go straight to the tip. I don't start at the root. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's good to be here. We're going to talk some studio today. We're going to We're talk about keep Matt. it on the rails. Too. Yes, keeping it on the rails. <laughs> Matt and my uh, history in recording mm-hmm. together, and maybe a couple conspiracy theories here thrown in. Ooh, so that's got me peaked. <laughs> and keeping us wetted and lubricate, lubricated <laughs> throughout today's discussion is the overcast espresso stout. Nice jobs on the ones and twos, Matt. You bet your sweet well, as well. Little little sudden of a fade out there, but we'll work on yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll work, work on, on the fade out. We've made the same mistake ourselves Last every week. single week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cheers. Cheers. And cheers to you, Matt. Welcome. Cheers. Thanks, Let's guys. Cheers right welcome over the, the mixer. There yep, we go. Yep. Boom. Cheers. Yeah. Welcome on. We're happy to have you here. As I mentioned in the intro, you and I have a bit of a history together in the uh, recording. Industry, it's a so rich to speak. history, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is a rich history. It's an industry hire that we've had <laughs> here. Right, right. It was a big poll. We had to, we had to talk to some people, hire a headhunter, and we pulled him in. Nick was interested in <laughs> the big poll. <laughs> <laughs> On his wiener. I'm just I'm such, I'm such a sexual person that I just it comes out I of me naturally. This was about beer. <laughs> we'll get there. Beer oh, helps. Beer it. helps oh, me okay. in that department. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, Matt and I in college had a sports talk radio show together called Debate and Tackle. It was good times. We uh, talked about Wisconsin Badger sports since yeah. we were on campus there. It was great. We tackled the latest debates and debated, <laughs> debated the, the latest, latest tackles. tackles. Yeah, As you might imagine from the title. 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was it was good times. We even had Joey on as a guest a couple yeah. weeks. I always wanted to go by the moniker Boner. Right, you were Boner. Right? I was you Boner. Yeah. To me, you'll always be Boner. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, because it was the farthest I could get away without you guys saying I needed to dump my nickname because it was in, yeah uh, too that, offensive. That was back radio. when we knew the FCC regulations and stuff, and like had to. Uh, not break them like on podcasting you can do whatever the hell you want yeah clearly i just said <laughs> hell <laughs> yep we'll get away with that on broadcast yeah. <laughs> so yeah you couldn't boner was like the closest thing to a <laughs> curse word or a funny word that you could say without yeah. being in, getting in trouble it was always fun being a guest you guys had other you had other hosts uh I Who think, never showed up. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, literally, you guys took me on as a guest once, and I was—I remember being a little nervous because I knew both of you but didn't know mm-hmm. who the other hosts were, and I showed up, and yeah, they were they like, they, they just yeah. didn't come today. I'm like, oh, quite the operation you guys have run in <laughs> That here. happened all the time. And even, I mean, Matt and I are not uh, innocent in this regard. There were a few <laughs> days we found the happy hour at... Uh, the old fashioned ah, in Madison, as many of us did, started the hour before our show each week on Wednesdays, uh, and so, so we yeah, would when did meet your show there. Air, to be clear, it changed. I think one year, one semester was Wednesdays from four to five. Right, drive time, baby. Thursdays five to six. Is that what it was? That's, That's solid. That I mean, sounds right. Drive yeah. time. Yeah, they they saved the like sports shows for that time. Hell yeah! I think He's Wednesday not kidding, through we were Friday. A pretty good show. You were. You honestly were. <laughs> we had tens of listeners. Okay. <laughs> this podcast honestly has hundreds times, hundred times more <laughs> listeners than that show had. That show did. That's fucked up because that show had real production. <laughs> it did. It show. did. It was coming out of a real studio. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Now we have this. Uh, no, this is a very real studio with a very real name of Overcast, <laughs> <laughs> and it is our own. We came up with it. We did. We don't. We whiteboarded that. We did like I a remember. storyboard. That was a great exercise. That was fun. We were trying to come up with the. It seems obvious now. The name, the Overcast right, Room in right. Seattle, um, as a podcast studio. And since there's an app called the Overcast app, <laughs> yeah. Well, we is also for podcast. Don't worry about that. Uh, we literally we did like a sound of word cloud thing where we just started writing down words Venn that came to mind we were going to be the content cabin at one point <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was always the like joke it was like oh what if we were the content cabin spelled with k's well yeah we <laughs> yeah well we were like we just came up with something like content podcast yeah, or whatever yeah and it, honestly it took us like probably the better part of an hour to come up with the idea of overcast and we went that's it it's the overcast yeah room. That worked out well. And honestly, at the time, I don't think we were thinking of the Overcast app. I don't even know if we knew of it at mm-hmm. that time. Um, there's so also, it was pretty cool. There's also an Overcast podcast by the Seattle Times. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, yeah. But we discovered it independently. <laughs> yep. And Our lawyers are telling it. us to uh, include are, that in here. Through the thick cloud of cigarette smoke, our lawyers are <laughs> nodding slowly <laughs> in the corner of the studio. Uh, Are my headphones turned way down? Oh, boy. Uh, Matt on the ones and twos is still learning the ropes. Um, And now Nick, so I'll narrate a little bit for the listener. I think think that one input port was, eh, no. Nick's been trying to fix the input ports (laughs) here. Now Matt's gonna come in. He's he's adjusting the dials, and we got quite the operation going here. <laughs> Nick is, uh, Nick's pantomime something I won't relay on the show. Okay, I, I your maybe headphones these fixed? headphones are, you are good? broken. I don't know. Here, put these other ones on. These ones Let should me stretch. Try the other ones. Th- they're loose. Oh, mm, oh yep, Jesus! Loose, loose stretching. Got it. Um, better. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Maybe are you your headphones can't low? Hear. Yeah, maybe my no, ears mine are bad. Sound fine. Okay. Okay. We're all good here. Should we talk about the goddamn beer? 
Joe, how's the beer going? How now? many minutes in are we, Matt, on the ones and twos before uh, we mention the beer? Minutes in. Six minutes. That's not bad. It's been worse. I I just wanted to say <laughs> I took a sip as we were as we were uh, doing our in- listening to the intro music, and I said before we came on air. When I read the description of this, I guess we should read that. The description of this is Overcast Skies inspired a dark and smooth oatmeal stout blended with cold brewed coffee, offering a full palette of roasted malts, chocolate, and espresso. Mm-hmm. I went, this might be bad. And it wasn't. My first sip, my reaction, I like it a lot. What of that description made you think it would be bad? I thought that it was going to be a little too heavy for what I was looking for. I just, we're, okay, we're yeah. recording this on a Wednesday evening. I was just at work all day long. Came right here. It was a long day. It's it's five oh five. I hope nobody at work's listening to this. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. I was at work. I came here and I was kind of thinking about we, we had discussed doing a shandy off. We were gonna do some shandy. So I was thinking yeah. about light, crisp beer. It was gonna be really refreshing. And I was a little worried that the oatmeal espresso stout was gonna be not good. And it's definitely like you said, it's just totally different from what we expected. I for the listeners' sake. I went to the store. Matt was with me. Mm-hmm. We went to the store, checked on their shandy stocks, all out of summer shandy. Very low. No yeah. other brands of shandy. They did have grapefruit shandy, but that's kind of not what we were trying right. to go for with the shand off. Yeah, so. and it's it's September 19th, so it's the end of, as we record it is. this, so it's the end of shandy season. So I, You're really pinpointing the date that you left work early here. <laughs> it's a Wednesday, 5.05 <laughs> right now. I've been away from work for two hours. It's Wednesday the 19th. Hey, I have to go do uh, uh, a week-long conference next week, so it's pre-conference week. It's a madhouse over there. <laughs> so, Well, uh, I'm glad you're taking advantage of it and that yeah. we could bust this thing out. Yeah, and also uh, everything in this, this is an entertainment podcast, and none of this it is factual. All of it is for entertainment purposes only. Uh, <laughs> Our lawyers came through that plume of smoke again to say that. What, what's let's let's put the onus on the bonus, Matt. What what's your take on uh, what's your, your first few sips of Overcast? I was a little worried. I mentioned this earlier. I was afraid that I have a new drink in the morning, and uh, <laughs> the first sips bear that out. <laughs> yeah. So, you, so why why would you be worried about adding this to the repertoire? <laughs> well, I have a to go to work and uh, drive. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> And you're right. I have nothing to be worried about. <laughs> All legal in cloud, uh, cold cans nation. Right. You're just describing functional alcoholism. That's <laughs> right. This is an entertainment podcast. Yes. There you go. Now you got it. Uh, now, I saw this, though, and I was excited because it has kind of a cool design on it. It's called Overcast. Mm-hmm. And it's community-inspired small batch brewing. Yeah. What, what does that mean? That's, that's what we're doing here, Joe. We're community-inspired. Uh huh. We're city inspired. Cold Cans Nation. So, well, no, oh, Overcast. I mean, <laughs> yeah, over. Okay, I got you. I got you. Uh, and we're small batch. Well, we're we small were, batches. We're talking about small. <laughs> well, we we're talking about actually making small batch brewing. We're going to make cold yes. cans. Kolsch. We were. <sighs> Joe, we haven't yet, but we're going to do it. I, I honestly would. Uh, uh, this could be a winter project. Yeah. Hey, I should tell you. I was out, this is a little regional, a little local, but Matt, you're new to the region. Uh, how long have you been here now? Three weeks? Yeah, three weeks Monday. Three weeks Monday. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Pacific Thank Northwest. Um, and we'll talk about your journey in a little bit. But we were out, uh, my wife, my wife and I were out on the uh, peninsula mm. uh, this weekend because we had to go on a vacation. <laughs> it's been too long. And we uh, and we we were out there, and there was this. There's a town called Port Angeles on the peninsula of mm. uh, of Washington. That's where listeners will know we went for my twenty 
seventh birthday. How old are you? <laughs> Astute listeners will know that is where we that is where we drove. Uh, and you know, one thing we missed. If you recall, Nick, we went up this like main street and we kind of parked and there was this art mural and we went in a bookstore right next to it to the left. Yep. We fucked up because to the right of that mural are breweries, like uh, fucking really cool restaurants that are serving interesting stuff. And actually a uh, small batch brewing shop. So they don't have their own beer. They sell stuff for oh, you to make beer, stuff. a home brew. Nice. Brew. So not just shitty kits, like well, all the way from shitty kits to like, like if you want to do and, this thing, yeah. yeah. And and I talked to the guy, and they have shell. A whole wall are is are filled with shelves of um, of hops, different hops from different Ooh. regions of the world. So you can scoop a little bit of everything and throw that all in your batch and like. Make your own play around, thing. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It's very cool. It might warrant a cold cans trip to Port Angeles on the company dollar. <laughs> Surely, there's got to be a store like that in Seattle, though, right? Like something like that's got to exist. I've never heard of a store like that in my entire life. Neither have I. But you'd think, given the popularity of like home brewing, right. especially in this area. But don't most people? I mean, that's awesome, though. I'm I'm so happy that you Did found. Do they that. have beer there? No, they didn't. They have wow. like growlers and stuff that you can put your own small batch in, but they didn't let you taste anything probably because it's all garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. home brewed. But uh, the people were super friendly, and I was very tempted to make hundreds of dollars worth of purchases uh-huh. on the spot. And <laughs> well, that company debit card. <laughs> yeah, put it down. I, I put the Cloud Studios, the Overcast Room debit card. Yes. Don't hack our debit account. <laughs> Now they know Just we the have presence, a debit. The presence of the fact that we have a debit card, people are going to hack us. And they probably Don't hack could. the Trello board. Don't hack the website. Don't hack the debit card. Okay. We should, you know, it'd be a fun experiment. We should open up the Trello board. Tell everybody oh, the, the public, password yeah. and just let people do what they want with our trailer. <laughs> Destroy Abuse it. us. <laughs> we do a bad enough job on our own abusing it. Yeah, it's true. What were we talking about? I don't know why we went off on this tangent. Uh, we were talking about brewing our own beer, though. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. we Cold should keep the conversation going. Matt was saying earlier, Kolsch is his favorite style Probably of beer right now. Style, yeah. yeah, Really? Yeah, it's not nice and light, refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, have you had that Alaskan Kolsch that you had in your hands? I have not. Okay. It's it's rare you see Kolsch in a grocery store. A lot of times it's just at breweries, in my experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. QF, the QFC we were at has a very good selection of beer, actually. Like, more so than most Yeah, um, like world-class beers stores. and yeah. all yeah. the way to everything. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's get a little bit of your uh, drinking profile. Not just beer. Yeah. You're going out. How about a couple of scenarios? I'm going to give you... I'm going to throw a few scenarios at you. You give me okay. what, what's your choice. Um... um Big Ten Championship game, Saturday night, 7 o'clock. You're not at the Big Ten Championship game, but the three of us are here in Seattle, and we decide we're going to do some day drinking. What are you, what are you picking up? Like party atmosphere? Yeah, we're going to play some beer pong. We're going to get ready for the game. It's going to be Rainier, PBR. Ooh. Your, your low-end macro brews. Well, you may call those low-end. I, I didn't know if you were going to go to Bud Light, Bush Light, I Natty like a Light. Little, You've I left like that a behind. full body, a little more flavor. If I do Bush, it's full Bush. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bush heavy, uh huh. Budweiser. I don't we'll do... breeze past it. <laughs> I don't like Bud Light. Miller Light's okay. Have but... you have you always had that in college? You were, you were not a light beer drinker. Uh, in college, we did a lot of uh, beer thirty light. Ah, oh, beer that thirty. Was the yeah. only light beer that we that we imbibed in. What was be- so beer thirty was, was a say, local. What is... 
Beer 30 was a, it's a, it's the, the cheapest case you can get. It's beer 30 is like a time. Oh. The time is beer 30, but that's right. the brand of the beer. I think it's purple with a big giant clock. It is, yeah. Yeah. It, the clock's like melting. It's one of those Salvador. From Melanie. Yeah. yeah. Melanie. Yeah, they decided Brewing. to take an artistic angle to beer 30 brand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Melanie Brewing yeah, from it's, Wisconsin. It's a, it's like steel reserve with a hint of grape. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it it was it was total trash. Listen, Cold Cans Nation out there, if you recall Beer Thirty as a presence in your life, tweet us. Yeah, hit that like button. Hit that like button. Just hit it, and tell us your sexiest story from being drunk on Beer Thirty. <laughs> You're very sensual tonight. I'm full of sexual energy. Matt has brought the sexual energy. <laughs> Usually Mercury is in retrograde, oh, but in October Mars is in retrograde. Matt, Nick has defended the idea of the validity of astronomy. Astrology, Astrology, sorry. I I am not getting into this right now. No, I think it's the time to get into this. I'm I'm one of those people that believes to each their own. That is, I mean, that's the basis of what I'm saying. Bullshit. It's just like religion for most people. (laughs) It's just like religion. No, it's not. There's like a scientific slant to this religion is i believe in the unknown and i'm taking this moral system of values and there's a lot of healthy attitude to that this is like scientifically you know mars is in retrograde that that has that that's an actual right it literally yeah so they're so they're taking this this provable statement and they're saying and then therefore uh yeah i can take out my cake right right it's I bullshit don't... and it's misleading. It's a belief system. Wait, wait, that's wait. all I'm so saying. So in October, I can eat as much cake as I want. You can, yeah. Okay. That's because Mars is in retrograde. <laughs> Come on, this astronomy things. But There's something to it. My only, that's my your only communion, point. Eating as much cake as you want <laughs> and pumpkin beer. <laughs> yeah, and well, yeah, and uh, espresso stout as early as you want. <laughs> uh, but my only point is that I think it's a little more predatory than religion. I don't think religion. There's, I have no problem with religion whatsoever. I have a little bit of a problem with astrology. I feel like people believe it. So you think it's predatory in what way? That because it mixed more than religion, which is a belief system and a set of morals, um, astrology is like scientifically this is happening and therefore it's kind of like, you know, psychics are very predatory. Like like a family will like lose a child and a psychic will come and say, I'm sensing that the child is in the town over there and someone kidnapped them or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's super shitty and predatory because they're not sensing fucking anything. They're just making this up. And I, I think I think that that's total bullshit. And I think astrology is like the spectrum between that and like, you know, whatever, just faith and religion. Yeah. Astrology's on the on the psychic side of it. Maybe I mean getting into like predatory practices when talking about religion is a slippery slope, I think. In terms well of it like is. I'm not even what going churches there. do and have done for centuries. I think it's all just about the like having a belief system that like gives them comfort in some way, guides them. That's but, what. I, but that's why it, I compare them. But isn't it that's predictive? I, isn't astrology predictive? Re- religion doesn't say, "I am a I'm the priest, and I heard from God that uh, you're going to have good fortune if you do this this month, and that you should act this way." and this will happen this month. That doesn't happen. Religion is just like we're studying the text of religion and we're offering guidance. It's a moral belief system. Psychics 
and astrologists say, I'm reading. <laughs> I don't know if we should group them in I'm together. grouping them, baby. <laughs> we're reading the signs, we're reading the tea leaves, and we're reading the retrograde or whatever. And therefore, I predict this thing is going to happen. To you. I don't know if they say it like that, that they're going to predict something's going to happen or bound to happen is inevitable. They're saying, like, if you're feeling this way, this is how you should react to it. It's basically like that. It's like right. these basic human emotions could be caused by this thing. And so this is how you're going to react to it. Like, this is how you should, what you should be on the lookout for. So but this is takes, how you're going to react to it. takes the locus of control away from you. Not really, because, because Venus you is can, a metrograde, you, this is about, your life's expectations. I think, I think what they're doing is you should be aware of, like, this feeling could come to you. So, like, one of the basic things is, like, the transition from summer to fall is, like, you could get a little bit down because the days aren't as long and you don't have as many summer activities to do. So what should you do? You should become uh, more astrology. introspective. Yeah, it is. It's talking about, like, how the, like, stars are different in that way because it's changing from summer to fall. And it's, like... They do the, posit the Earth in, is on a different side of the sun. Yeah, right, exactly. Change. Well, but right, and they posit it's causation in a way. correlation a little bit because the reason you feel down is because it's getting colder and the days are getting shorter, and that that validly has scientific. Uh, I can, think that's can part of what you. they're it gets saying. Cloudier. No, they're saying not because it's colder and the days are shorter and it's cloudier out, but it's because the star patterns are different. This correlation causation. So, yes, but is this the same as like the star patterns are different because the Earth is on a different side of the sun, so the days are shorter. Correct, but that's just correlation. There's no causation. The causation is the days are shorter and it's grayer out, and now I feel a little down, and maybe I should be introspective and whatever. It has nothing to do with the fact I don't go. Star patterns are different, and that's why I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Sure, but that's sure. I mean that's how some people like it makes them feel better to look at it that way. It's like a parable, basically. Like, the Bible yeah. is full of parables. Like, it's parables and terribles. Ooh, Ooh I like it. <laughs> Transition. Uh, I, that's what we, I just think it's not, got the I think it's not that different. I really think it's not that different. I think we have to agree to disagree here. I think it's a bit predatory. I think there's probably—I also think it's a gray area, and there are probably astrologists that are doing exactly what you describe, and I have no problem with that. But there are astrologists that we can't that are doing like horoscopes, yeah. like right. this is what's yeah. happening to you, and this, and people who buy into that are not buying into a belief system. It's they're exchanging the locus of control from I control my life to all oh, the reason all these bad things are happening is because the stars are aligned in this way. I would say the locus of control argument is like religion totally takes that out of your hands. Well, it's, it's like you just up. believe, and then you'll be fine. Like that's. In my experience, in that's my what's opinion, been told to me. In my opinion, I believe I believe this is a damn good beer. <laughs> it is a good beer. <laughs> just to tie the stars have aligned with this beer. <laughs> just tie a bow on it. I, a bow on it. I think you're right. I think that the, there's degrees of religion. I think the people who are super super devout, almost like uh, uh, radicalized, is kind of messed up. The people who are just saying, "I of can't think for myself at all because it's all a framework." And then there's people who just believe it as a belief system and have and morals, it makes them and, feel better. And a that's little great. Bit. I, mean, yeah. I have no problem with that. I think that's what it is for most people, honestly. Uh, so we didn't come to any conclusion here. Most, well, not most. We didn't solve not most religious uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. shock arguments. We, we, uh, couldn't, we couldn't settle uh, this over a can of overcast. A, a can of overcast espresso stuff. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's get to that parable or terrible. As we, <laughs> well, as hold we on, before about we do that, we're going to take we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more cold cans. Tune in to Debate and Tackle every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for all the latest happenings in the world of sports. 
you'll see that we're more than just a bunch of lame fishing puns. In fact, we go overboard to bring you the best sports talk, and we'll lure you in with our expert sports knowledge till we've got you hook, line, and sinker. So join Carly Fight, Matt Flunker, Maggie Rasmussen, and me, Nick Patry, every Tuesday at 4 on Debate and Tackle, right here on 91.7 WSUM Madison Student Radio. We're the real deal. Oh, yeah. It's good. As always, we're brought to you by Debate and Tackle (laughs) Tuesdays at 4 (laughs) p.m. Oh, yeah. I remember sitting in a dark editing booth making that on a late, like, Thursday night some week. What was that voice that you were doing? It was trying to do a, a radio voice. But oh. also at that time, it, it sounds like I have something in my mouth when I'm doing it. <laughs> it sounds like, you, I, th- I was going to say that you have a cold. Yeah, or I have a cold. Yeah. But back then, I was missing a front tooth because it got, <laughs> right. you know, it got knocked out and I got some <laughs> surgery right. to fix it. Have we told so that story at on that air? time, I we don't have. think so. Yeah, we, well, have we? no, we haven't. Tell it again. Um, I don't think we have. Anyway, when I was a kid, I was playing a game with my cousins where we ran around the house. We were at my grandma's house outside near Bear Lake. Uh, in Manoa. Take it the barrel! Barrel! <laughs> By the way, Casey, there's a, an apartment building direct, in Seattle. We've narrowed the audience. <laughs> in a Casey, boots direct. on ground. This is for you. There's an apartment complex in Seattle right across from the studio called Barrel, like B-E-R-Y-L. Take and it the every, barrel! Every time I walk by, I think of him and every night. Deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we were playing this game. It was something where you like tag somebody and then you have to chase them or something. And it was night. And one of my cousins was, like, trying to get past me because I was in front because I'm so fast. Mm-hmm. That's not true, actually. I'm not, I was probably in back. But anyway, he, like, slightly pushed me. I tripped over some logs, knocked my front tooth out. And I've been told that I said to my dad, Dad, that one doesn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> in that voice, mind yeah. you. Uh, and then all my relatives were there, so they put it in a glass of milk. That's what they thought you were supposed to do. That was the like, that was the wise word back then. <laughs> glass of milk. Since if you're in a similar situation, put it on ice. By the way, um, try to preserve the root. Skip anyway, I was whole milk, <laughs> whole, whole if you have it. <laughs> uh, they took me to the dentist that night. Uh, the dentist literally shoved the tooth back up into my like crushed bone cavity up there, and then it the tooth died. Shocker. Uh, and then eventually Lord. I had to get it cut out of my head and replaced with a, a veneer or something, whatever it's called, implant. And so during college is when I got it cut out of my head. And that was the debate and tackle thing I was doing. I had this, it's called a flipper, where they have a fake tooth that's on this weird, like, a flipper? A flipper. So the tooth is on the front of it. And then it it's like, got wires going back so it clips onto the back of your teeth sure and holds in, holds place. in place yeah and so i had that in my mouth while i was doing that my god it's not a fun fun surgery <laughs> or a fun thing to wear in your mouth you gotta it take it out when like you it. eat you get the tendency to take your food and not eat in public you become a shut-in joe Okay. And you know what saved me? So you think that was Astrology. the genesis of your? <laughs> you think that was the genesis of your uh, being a shut-in? I think so. I, I'm going to blame it on that. It was out of my control. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, so, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, uh, you were parables. Debate tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parable or terrible? That's Are we on the parables or break? Or okay. After all, it's breakfast time, boys. So. 
I wanted to support a good Wisconsin company. So, Matt, from now on, as you drink one of these every morning, uh, <laughs> as, you, as your daily cup of Joe. Just one? You're going to pair it with this Wisconsin cup. Morning, well, Joe. <laughs> with your first one, I should say. Okay. Bunker's big fan. Morning, Joe show. Anyway, we've got fully cooked Oscar Mayer bacon. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it's fully cooked. It's fully cooked. Was it refrigerated? It's 100% yes. real. It's been also. on ice for the duration. We've been here for a while. It's been on ice. <laughs> Feel it. It's feel this, Funker. You tell me if that's refrigerated or not. It's like 50 degrees. Yeah, oh, it, it's on. room temp. You guys are such... Uh... I mean, I'll, I'll do it. Not, okay. Not that we've been here for a while in that I left work a long time ago. It's 529 right. p.m. now. But we've been here for a while, and yeah, I'll eat it too, but... We got alcohol. That kills everything. I know, but I'm almost done with this beer. I didn't, we got another one. I didn't pace it out. Actually, I, I, I would crack into that if we, if okay. we have it. We can split it. Here, I'm going to get up and get some cups so you, you guys fill uh, uh, the dead air. Get a cup. Flunker, t- start talking about your, because I was going to ask you this anyways. T- t- tell us about your journey. You're, you're from Wisconsin like us. You found your way out to Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I began my journey in Wisconsin, spent almost 25 years <coughs> there. Uh, that's where I met Nick and Excuse Joey, me. or Boner. Uh, you bet. I spent some time on the East Coast and did some work in graphic design and videography, and then my fiance got a job out here, and uh, I just jumped at the opportunity to go along with her. Obviously, Hell nice. Yeah. And uh, here I am. That's awesome. And you're gonna happy uh, to have you. We 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 are happy to have you. And uh, you're gonna come out to a taco night tomorrow night. Yes, I love tacos. Oh yeah, Joe followed through on his threat. The invite was last week's episode on air, and uh, we're gonna do it. What we're doing, I'll reveal this on air. We're gonna have. Nick just smelled the bacon. How <laughs> is like bacon? Okay. Pass the smell test. We're yes. gonna we're okay. gonna have all the fixins for tacos. So you asked Nick what you should bring tomorrow night. Uh, and like we'll a take good little house guest. Uh, bring whatever the fuck you want. I don't know. But we're, we're, I was told chips and salsa, and that's what I'm bringing. <laughs> it's fine then. It's okay. Uh, we're gonna have all the fixins for tacos, and of course, a little bit of beer, a little bit of booze, mm-hmm. a little bit of wine, cerveza, a little bit of cerveza. From a bodega, and by the way, um, oh, are we going to get into this sh- now? You gave me some shit about it, w- whether or not the Udi Deli is a bodega. Hey, Google image search bodega, motherfucker. No, because but it's, you, it, you have to admit it. That is an East Coast term. People uh, here okay. don't call things bodegas. Yes, they do. A who? bodega. What do you mean who? Do who? I have to name a list of names? Yeah, give me the people <laughs> in my hand. I hold a list of names. <laughs> It's a commonly used term on the East Coast, especially New York City. Oh, damn. Huh. But look, does that not look like I, the Union I, Deli? I looks get like it. a store. It's I, a store I agree with that. It does, it's a convenience store that's not But a I think station. you're trying to sound a little bit hip by calling it a bodega. Urban that's all I'm saying. Store. Yeah, it's it's not what it... What should I call it? A store. Corner store. Convenience store? Is that not guys hip a, enough? You guys had a, I thought I was kind of getting you with saying what should I call it, and you had such a good answer immediately that I don't know what to say. Fine, I'm wrong. I'm a bad, I'm or Seattle's call it, bad boy. call it the shooting range, like you referenced uh, before. So the word came from the actual Spanish word for grocery store, La Bodega. Wow. It's an urban dictionary. Do you live in so a Spanish right. neighborhood, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, partly, it, well, most, uh, yes, I do. And no, I, I'm not f- continuing this argument. I won. Yeah, you, honestly, this one you did. Thanks. So I, I Thanks, don't know Joe. what to say. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm glad we could get into that bacon. eventually. I've been sitting on it for months. The bacon? Let's get to the bacon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's so warm. This, yeah, I actually shaved this degrees. off of my ass. This has been sitting on it for years. 
I'm going to pour We're us a couple more beers. Since you guys are weird about gut microbes on your bacon, I'm not going to touch it either. I'm going to pour you guys a little more okay, beers. Okay, I'm going to get into this. You guys, so hold keep... on, hold on. Let me get. Let's get some picks going. Um, get out the cam. Get, get so out the cam. Nick has here in his hand is a bunch of uh, of raw <laughs> bacon or cooked bacon. I apologize. It's fully cooked. <laughs> and we got a picture of his slabs of bacon in his hand. Um, mm. And we're going to pair this <laughs> bacon with uh, the espresso stout. The overcast espresso stout. Do you need stout. some more beer? Yes, please. Okay. Here, oh, yeah. Paul, so let's distribute a little more beer. There's one. Distribute it. Do you need beer, Nick, or you have some? Yeah, I'll take some. All right. So I'm going to pour a couple more of these espresso stouts. Maybe we should get a picture of the color of this thing. That's a great um, idea, Joe. Because, I'm on it. Yeah, because it's a little, it's pretty dark. Um, Does that make you uncomfortable? Yeah. Well, hey, whoa, no, come on. Put words in my mouth. out of there. <laughs> no, I'm going to be in your picture. It's been All described right. as a dark brown, almost black body with a chunky tan head. Oh, really? Chunky, chunky tan, tan head. head. I wouldn't call it. Ch- <laughs> Where are you going with that? I don't know. I oh, shouldn't. I shouldn't. Sh- yeah, you shouldn't. Okay. All right. Uh, cheers, boys. Cheers. I mean... Yeah, it's, it just tastes like bacon. Well, because it's bacon, it's cooked <laughs> what bacon. Pair well with bacon. <laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, that is pretty much what I'm saying. Like, it tastes good to me. The yeah, pair, I, I think it pairs very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like having coffee with your bacon, mm-hmm. which is which actually is interesting. I, I mean, it, it's it's a good point. But we usually try to do something like a unique, like interesting food. This is just cooked bacon. Do you at room temp? This is what I was wondering actually when I picked it out. How many people buy the like fully cooked bacon? Yeah, a lot. a lot. Oh, really? People do buy I it a lot. So. Okay, I think it's popular. See, I've never bought it and have never seen someone buy it. And so you can just have the bacon, like you can have a quick breakfast. Right, the convenience, like people microwave bacon. Yeah. So yeah, it's a shorter microwave. People who microwave raw bacon are it's kind of weird to me. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Or or you can have it at room temp. You can take it out of the fridge and let it sit for three hours, and then <laughs> with a good stout. Yeah, I think. Yeah, good... And this is not a bad thing, but I think people do have a misperception about how quickly food goes bad. I think you're food right. will not be like harmful to you if it sits out no. for like two hours. If even. anything, it's a minor irritation you'll get. But yeah, you're not going to. Yeah, get you're like... not going to die. Yeah, people, you brought this up in the pod before. Um, here, give me some of that. Share a little bit. Oh, of love. sorry. You brought this up on the pod before. Uh, most people get sick off of like underwashed fruits and veggies more yeah. than like undercooked I meat. I worked in a grocery store for five years. Wash all of your produce. <laughs> How so? Why? has been pissing on oranges for years. Uh, well, uh, that's you... a story for a different <laughs> different episode. Oh, yeah. He does have a pretty good story about onions. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't remember. Potatoes, no, no. That, that's potatoes. potatoes. No, that's, that's right. a story for this episode, I so think. So I was working at a, a market, a, a bodega sum, I call it, <laughs> <laughs> and I was crisping greens, and that's an industry term for chopping lettuce. <laughs> and I got the feeling that I was being watched, and I turned around, and no one was there. So I went back to my crisping, and I heard, <laughs> I heard a relieving sigh, like oh, oh and then no. something that sounded like a sack of potatoes falling on a sack of potatoes. And I <laughs> rushed around the corner, only to find uh, a woman with her pants down. <laughs> and a, tra- a trail of feces on the potatoes that I had heard. Oh, oh my god! So someone had found their way into the the back room and please shit on the potatoes. Shit on the potatoes. And I went out to the manager and I was at a loss for words. I really I could not describe. And I just said, "You have to come see this." <laughs> and by then she had kind of. 
picked herself up and she's wiping the poop. The, the woman. Okay. The woman. And her boyfriend found her. He's like, I'm really sorry about this. Like, what? This doesn't happen often. I'm like, uh, uh. hold on. Hold on. There's, I have so many questions. <laughs> I guess I'll start with, was this in Madison, Wisconsin? It was. Number two, she shit on the potatoes. How were they? they so like, were a, they in the store? Yeah. She so, went, so no. If you've never, if they're in the back room. It was in the back room. So this is employee access only. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is the bowels of the <laughs> yes. bodega. Yeah, if you will. I worked at the same grocery store, by the way. Yeah, I think I have an idea of what grocery store okay. this is. And in the back, there's not a lot of room to walk around because you have these pallets of potatoes, onions, tomatoes, yeah. berries. Uh, long story short, I don't think those potatoes made it out <laughs> under the shelf. Sure. But, but you never they're... know. <laughs> All I'm saying is wash your produce. Wash, yeah, wash your potatoes. But I guess my question is, the act of climbing up on these bags of potatoes and shitting on them. No, they're on the floor, I think, right? Yeah, like it's a pallet on the floor. Even that so as... is almost going out of your way to shit on something rather than just shit on the floor. Well, it's your bodily instinct, right? right. To like shit in a yeah, corner or something. Yeah. She couldn't control it. She was and the, pissed up and drunk. The potato, the page. Oh, she was pissed up drunk. Oh, yeah, very drunk. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This yeah. makes a lot more sense. This wasn't like I, a malicious teenager. Yeah. A malicious yeah. teenager or somebody with like a mental. Is there any other kind of teenager? <laughs> oh! <laughs> and this has been Adult Corner. Uh, the, the It's not. It, it wasn't also some sort of like mental imbalance, or maybe it was. Well, it was after however much she drank. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> My God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be washing my potatoes that's a and produce. Up story. Yeah. That said, bacon and stout, <laughs> very terrible. <laughs> yes. I'd shit this out in the back room of the grocery store. Ah, <laughs> uh, this has been. It good. was really good, and I will say for the record, everyone in this room went back for seconds on this fully cooked bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did. It, it was good. I'm a little nervous about it, but yeah, it tasted good. I'll give you that. It does taste good. I, I agree with you, Nick, that I have never and would never even consider buying yeah. fully cooked bacon. Also, do you pair that with liquid egg product? Or, or <laughs> right, like yeah. fully cooked, powdered milk. Yeah, and, powdered yeah. milk. Yeah, like what, what kind of, mm. are you an astronaut? Why <laughs> just, just make the fucking bacon. Uh, but it, it was very parable. Should we move this bullet train along? I feel like this is like an hour long episode. Um, I got a mailbag for us before we oh, get nice. to your advocate. Uh, at Brooks Matic, uh, tweeted us. So we had taken a couple of weeks off, Matt. Uh, mm. we were, we, I was in Iceland and, and Nick was doing a road trip, but you were doing a road trip. We were yeah, all gone. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Brooks Matic, after we released the last episode, tweets at us, puffs on cigarette, cold cans. Now that's a name I haven't heard in years. <laughs> so, uh, Brooks Matic was happy to have us back. Um, we also got... We'll be happy to have him back. A little teaser for the great re-rank of 2019. Right. You're very much looking forward to this re-rank. You were pointing out the before the show. Should we give a little preview about the... Maybe the beers when we get, that need to be... When we get to the rankings, we'll go for the preview. Let's let's uh, let's read the Beer Advocate uh, for, for this. On to the BA score. Overcast. It's especially. a... Um, so this is an American stout. It says oatmeal stout on the thing. 5.8% alcohol. It is rated as a 3.85 out of 5, or very good. Really? Yes. Mm. We've got a review from uh, Moldershaw. This is back in 2015, so this is a bit of an old review. Had it from a 12-ounce can purchased in Portland, Oregon. Pours a dark brown, almost black body with... Oh, you, this is where you were reading. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You Ooh, stole my bet. Took your thunder. Your first day on the show. <laughs> Edging you out as a host. He is. From day one. Just like he did on Debate and Tackle. <laughs> oh. We'll get to that later. 
Okay, I'll read the next paragraph. Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to say chunky tin. <laughs> that is fun to say. Um, the aromas explode from the glass immediately. Even pouring at arm's length, the beer makes a very vocal presentation right out of the gate. <laughs> this guy has got his head so oh, far really? up his own ass. An exceptional exceptional amount of chocolate from Tootsie Rolls to dark chocolate <laughs> to baker's chocolate. Oh, accompanying wow. that, Those were those notes I was hearing. <laughs> Tootsie Rolls. I couldn't put my finger Somewhere between Tootsie Rolls yeah. to dark chocolate to baker's That's chocolate. That's what I say. It's not just chocolate. It's much more specific than that. Uh, here we go. Accompanying that is plenty of coffee aromas. Roasted grain, calcium. Oh, it smells like <laughs> calcium to me. Sugar, birch, light molasses, and vanilla cream. Definitely shared some elements with Manhattan special espresso soda. Oh, my God. He's wow. like you. He's an East Coast elite. <laughs> but was significantly more complex. Its medium body perhaps feels a bit thinner than your nose expects. A nice bitter and toasty finish begins like chalky chocolate powder and ends much thicker like a dark fudge. With two C's? With two C's. I was thinking the beer was not hefty enough. However, the lengthy and commendable finish shows this beer. This brew already has the necessary chops. Wow. Hey, not hefty enough, but lengthy and commendable. <laughs> That's my ex-wife's description. Hey, no. <laughs> um, they, by the way, talking about hefty, this beer was made as an imperial overcast espresso style uh, at one point. And that we was all know that 8.7. Yeah, it was 8.7% alcohol. Damn. And they we, only yeah, brewed it once, though. What is this? Oh, this is this 5.8. This one's 5.8. Yeah. So... I think that that guy, yeah, can can just get the fuck out of Dodge. Like, what are you talking about? But he's he's not wrong. It's chocolatey. It is. Yes. And it was back to my original point. I thought this was going to be a bit more challenging. I think I always think stouts are going to be a bit more challenging than they are. And then I drink them and I go, no, this is fucking smooth. There's no. It's just the high ABV. That's like yep. that seems like that's the only thing that's. Well, and stout. you can only have one or two. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's almost what's nice, though, right? Yeah. I mean, paired with a meal, that's a lot. Now, Matt, we have a uh, we have a concept of sessionability and sippability. Yes, that we cast, invented and patented. That we invented, and we agree with you, or at least I agree with you, that sessionability is a big deal. And there's no sessionability with this. You can't have six of these. You're going to feel like shit. You right. can drink six right. of our pseudo sous. If you look down our top of our ranking, sessionability was prioritized very highly. Spotted mm-hmm. cow, that kind of stuff. Um, but, but, yeah, but the top you of don't our board. Want six. Sometimes you don't want six, and that's right. when sippability comes into play. Okay. This is extremely sippable, sitting by a fireplace. I would say our top three are all sippables, though. Top three beers. Pseudo Not pseudo. Pseudo Sue's session. 6.2% alcohol, though. I know, but it's, that's why it's number one. Cap. It's both. Pseudo Sue's yeah, like. It does have both. It's got the thunder and the lightning, as. Um, uh, Ron Dane and Tiki Barber. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Ron Dane and Tiki Barber. Lightning and the Tanda. Tanda. <laughs> but you're right. We did do number two is Pyramid Snowcap. You're right. Uh, sippable. Lagunita is nighttime ale. Very sippable. Spotted cow, though, is sessionable. Um, and there are kinda, two types sessionable or sippable. The, there are two, <laughs> the, the daytime and the nighttime. Um, Nighttime's the right time. We have That's like, right, sippables. But when you get into the wild, so let's now gradually move into the rankings here. We have tiers at this at this mm-hmm. uh, location here. We have the cream of the crop. We have wild cards, mild cards, the deplorables, and the Russian radioactive beers. Our wild card region, which, you know, not the liberal uh, East Coast elites of the uh, cream of the crop, but probably like weirdly some of our most go-to beers i'm not going to go to rodenbach right. grand crew that often although we have it ranked what do we have it ranked four 
Um, five. Five. Uh, I'm not going to go there all that often, It's v- but right. it's very good. Our go-to beers, the wild card region, um, everywhere is sessionable. It's a strong field. Yeah, Red Hook is sessionable. Older Sputin is sippable, but then Silverhead, Red, Longboard Lager, Foster, Santo, Fat Tire, Session, Family Vacation, Beer, Rainier. As you read down that list, Line and Google's original, those are all beers you can have like six of them and you're going to feel mm-hmm. pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like this, you know, this one for me, if we started to examine the rankings, I really like this, but it doesn't feel like those wild card beers, beers for me. It's not below it. But it's also not a cream of the crop. It's not some of the best beer no, I've ever had. I think you're right. I actually agree with almost every aspect of what you said. Wow. Man, that never happens. <laughs> I like this. Including the the fact that astrology is a bunch of horseshit. That is okay. <laughs> uh, but so to me, this is somewhere near the top of wild cards, though. Um, I know we have Old Rasputin and Russian Imperial Stout up there. Right. I don't. We don't have to pair beers together all the time. We... We it's our lazy way out of doing things, but honestly, this is somewhere around there. I would put it at thirteen. Oh wow! Uh, just below older student. I really like this beer. I think it's really good too. It's just when I get into comparing it to what's below it, like it's hard to put it below Rainier to me. I think we've undervalued Rainier a little above bit. Above Rainier, it's hard to put it above. Sorry, Rainier. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. above Rainier. Yeah. Um. Really? Just because I mean, what well, like we talked about, like sessionability. And this beer again, like we don't really have any connection to this. It is called Overcast, but that's nothing. Words are meaningless. Words are wind, as my GOT fans would know. Where my GOT heads at? Spoilers. Yeah, come on. This isn't. This is a spoiler-free zone. Way to spoil things, dude. Back on debate and tackle. You would have had my back, man. (laughs) We're not on debate and tackle, motherfucker. (laughs) I actually agree with you. No, honestly, I think I got a little overeager, and you reined me in as you often do. Uh, I like I like your point of this isn't better than Rainier. It's better than a lot of things above Rainier, it is, but not it Rainier. Is. So you're right. We have Rainier. We need the rank. re-rank. Before we settle on one, yes. why don't we look to the guest to put the onus back on the bonus and see uh, what Matt Flucker's thoughts are. I'm looking are. at the beers below Rainier, and I haven't What website are you on? Uh, Coldcanspodcast.com backslash ranking. Oh, okay, cool. Wow, nice. Yeah, that's a cool web. So yeah, you check it out. <laughs> Love to be online when I go there. And <laughs> this is way better than most of the beers below Rainier. Right. Uh, I'm a way better of... than Line of Google's O. <sighs> this is hard because it's just to- two totally different beers, and that's mm-hmm. where it brings in the sessionability versus sipability. Because Line of Google's O is one of the most underrated beers in the world. Oh, wow. Mm. Well, it's just not available. People get, it gets overshadowed by that summer. What, the Shandy? Summer, shandy, that's what it is. I Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. I can't remember what it is. Ever. Yeah, you two are team anti-Shandy. Oh. <laughs> but, I, I, yeah, I agree with you, though, that Line of Google's O is a fantastic beer. A good summer, you're in the lawn, you're going to go play some bags, you're yeah, grabbing Yeah, you want to drink a dozen those. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they taste good. Mm-hmm. Um. But apples to oranges okay. is what we do here, Matt. It really <laughs> yeah, is. That's the hard questions. Don't we, do. Really, yeah. we do. Hardball. Yeah. I got to say it, it's got to be at least top 25. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. So statement. why don't we read- That spineless now, statement. <laughs> now that we're all in the same <laughs> so ballpark. It's not, yeah, it's not the top 10, mm-hmm. probably not the top 15, but somewhere in that, that second tier. I think you guys need another tier. Oh, I've been trying to re-tier for a long time. Have you? You've Again? been anti- I've been saying it's I thought time when to you wanted to re-tier, no we did the mild card. You wanted to do another one? I wanted to do another one. I think wild card's getting too big. Okay. So just to his point. Uh, but let's go. I want to read 15 through 25, and we're going to read this tip to taint. 
Uh, number 15 is Foster's, 16 Santo, 17 Fat Tire, 18 Session, 19 Family Vacation, Beer, 20 Rainier, 21 Lining Kugels Original, 22 Newcastle Brown Ale, 23 Fremont Parkland Pills, 24 Sam Adams Boston Lager, and 25 Stella Artois. So I'm putting it at, at 22. It would bump Newcastle down. Yeah. Can, if if I were that was now that was at ZP one away from where I was going to put it. Oh yeah, it, yeah. The great the parliamentary act of 2018. <laughs> so so one signed by Zach. Oh, there's oh. one commandment that was issued on the cold cans tablet, <laughs> uh, digital <laughs> tablet, is that uh, guests have no say in the final <laughs> ranking. <laughs> we both if disagree with it. it. We if both disagree with it. it. I love. We've never had him back on the show since we started talking. It. Yeah, shit about that like big thing. And he's told me he's like, I gotta explain what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had him back yet. We should have him back on the show. Well, so until we do, we yes. have to read it at its literal word. We do. It is gospel. <laughs> we like do. We read the stars in the sky. Yes. In what I would say is, I agree with it. Except uh, you said you were one away. Is it you like Fremont Parkwood Pills more? I was going to put it ahead of Fremont Parkland Pills as a like but, but below Newcastle. Our trans- yes, below, below Newcastle. Newcastle as our transition. Fremont Parkland Pills was brewed especially for like spring, summertime. Yeah, this I actually kind of like, like a, Fremont a winter. Parkland Pills. So do I. I went totally opposite. I was way up at 13, and now I'm like, I like Fremont Parkland Pills. <laughs> we, but you, you've you now gotten this confused a couple times. You say ahead of Fremont Parkland Pills. Do you mean? I mean, yes, 22 or you, 23. So, you, so it would bump oh. Fremont Parkland Pills down to... Right, 24. To 24. Yes. yes. I slightly disagree that. in that I think Fremont Park and Pills is a little bit better because I like that it's fresh brewed hops. Right. But I'm not going to die on that hill, and I'm very— It was good beer, too. It had a nice can design. Right. I, I, I'm I very comfortable with putting this ahead of it. Uh, I agree with you also that we needed the great re-rank of 2019. Probably can't There's going to be some enough. movement. Yeah. Just like that lady had in the back store of that grocery <laughs> Oh, boy. <store>. Hey, <laughs> Matt Flugger, thank you for joining the uh, Overcast Room team, and thank you for joining the podcast. We hope to have you back on. It's been a pleasure. Very soon, yeah. Thank this you, Matt. This has been Glad a very uh, wonderful session of, of cold cans. You mean it's been a good uh, uh, sipper of cold cans? It has been a good sipper. And for anyone out there that's a Scorpio, on September 19th, you benefit from a pleasing sense of clarity today and tomorrow, dear Scorpio. And this boosts your feelings that what you've recently been doing has been worthwhile. Reaching out to others can be particularly rewarding right now, even if it's casual or online, as conversations and news may connect you to the information you need. The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. Visit cloudstudioseattle.com 